Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you back for another episode of Roach Coach as we create this new metal canon one album at a time. This week, we went to you. We went to the people who... Follow us on Patreon, our Patreon supporters, and we said, you got to pick the record we're going to do. We put it on you. Pick the record. And you guys showed up, and it was it was a tight one. It was between Deftone Saturday Night Wrist, Linkin Park Minutes to Midnight, and Papa Roach Getting Away with Murder. And it was neck and neck for a while there. By one vote, Deftones eked out a win over Minutes to Midnight. Papa Roach, a distant third, unfortunately. And so that is what we're talking about this week. Deftones, Saturday Night Wrist. We dig all into this dramatic record. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on October 31st, 2006. That is a come down record. And a spooky one at that. Yeah, spooky release date. Spooky, spooky. Jenny, we'll start with you. Any history with Saturday Night Wrist? I listened to Saturday Night Wrist when it came out, but not super heavily. Um, But I did, I don't know how, I think somebody put the cover of Drive on like a mix CD or mixtape or something for me. So I'm very familiar with that. But yeah, that. That's really it. I listened to it casually when it came out. That's about it. How about you, Lauren? So this was a day of release pickup for me. I went to the record store in costume. Not true. Not true. I was not wearing a costume. <laughs> but I, I did go to the store, pick this bad boy up day of release. And I remember that I was hyped by the single. And I was definitely, I mean, three years since the Deftones record where you boys been give me this record and i do remember at the time not feeling that great about this record i remember giving it many a spin on drives all around town at this point i believe i was just about to start working in radio full-time and so i was doing a lot of long distance driving and as i was apartment hunting what have you and so definitely gave this one the time but i remember thinking I don't know. I don't. I didn't think it was quite as up to snuff. We'll see how I feel today. Matt, history was set in at wrist. Yeah, never listened to this one. Okay, no history for Matt. Jenny, there's a lot of drama around this record. Yes. For one, producer, who's here and who's not here? Well, I'll tell you who is here. Bob Ezrin is here. Oh my. Sean Sean Lopez is here. Who's not here? Terry Date is not here. Not Terry, invited. Why did Terry not? I mean, there's there's many bits of speculation that Terry Date was just like fed up, didn't want to do it. There's also speculation that maybe the band wanted to go in a different direction. According to the Wikipedia... They initially were thinking about either getting Ken Andrews of Failure or Rick Ocasek of the Cars. Oh, my goodness. Could 
you imagine? <laughs> I got to say, I could imagine the, the 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 Ken Andrews one. That one seems feasible. I could see that. I could see that happening tomorrow, quite frankly. But Rick Ocasek, one, could never happen because he's dead now. But also, I mean, what a vibe that would have been. Rick Ocasek going in there. I mean. But Bob Ezrin, legendary producer. Big time some of the classics. Some, the full to... Alice Cooper discography. <laughs> Lou Reed, Aerosmith, Pink Floyd. Kiss! Kiss! Andrea Bocelli, <laughs> Fish. Oh, my Lord. So, Lou Reed, Berlin. Lou... I mean. Oh, at one point, they actually worked with Dan the Automator for a week. It did not work out. <laughs> Because they said that, that uh, it just didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out. But it looks like Chino and Abe Cunningham both wanted to work with Bob Ezrin. Jenny, who's in who's in Death Tense on this record? On this record, we have Chino, of course, on lead vocals, rhythm guitar. Interesting. Steven Carpenter, lead guitar, some some other little beeps and boops in there. Chi Chang on bass and backing vocals, Frank Delgado on keyboards, and Abe Cunningham, Cunningham on drums. Indeed. This is the, sadly, the final record with the original Deftones lineup. Um, this would be the last one with to feature Chi, um, as then he would have his car accident in 2008 and then would pass away in 2013. Um, so that is another very dramatic thing. On top of that, Jenny, Chino and the boys not getting along. And no. Chino, no. Chino picked Ezrin, and then him and Ezrin don't gel. Oh no. No, and I I can't I, I wasn't I'm not quite sure why they didn't gel. Do you have a sense of that, Lauren? So I'm digging back into my memory here. But from what I remember from articles I read, and I want to say like an alternative press or something like that at the time, is that Chino's whole style was complete oil to water to Ezrin. Ezrin, a fucking taskmaster. Hey, boys, I need you here. 8 a.m., let's rock and roll. Let's do this. And Chino's like, I'm going to roll in at 2 and do what I got to do. And we also know every Deftones record, at, up to this point, I'm pretty sure. Disaster late. Transport to get out. <laughs> yeah, disaster, exactly. Disaster Transport, Matt, perfect analogy. A terrible ride at Cedar Point. And also <laughs> a good way to describe making a Deftones record. Takes too long, delayed, and Ezrin wasn't happening. To a point where they put the record on hold. Chino went out, made that Team Sleep record, and ended up producing all of his vocals with Sean Lopez, which is why Sean Lopez ultimately has a um, a producer credit on here. But on top of that, on top of the creative friction, Chino personally falling apart. Yes, this man is deep in addiction he's got uppers he's got downers he's going through a divorce shit is rough 
for mm-hmm. our dude. Rough for our dude. According to what I've read, according to both the wiki and in other places, this is a classic scenario of some drinky drink, mm. some smoky smoke, also some pilly pills. Some druggy drugs? Some druggy drugs, but also speedy speeds. some speedy, speedy speeds. Speed. And also lady ladies. Mm. Oh my. Now, not I mean this is this is digging in. We don't know. We're not there. But the accusation is that, you know, the lifestyle Chino's up here giving us that sensual Chino for close to a decade at this point. You're going to get some ladies rolling in saying I want to know more. <laughs> and the lure of the road. Who can say? Who can say? But may have contributed to the disintegration of a marriage, which then plays in heavily into the lyrical content of this album. Yeah, so at one one point they did take a break, which is why they released their B-Sides and Rarities record uh, in 2005. And uh, there may be some question, hey, Roach Coach, you guys tend to do things in sequential order. Why did you skip over the B-Sides and Rarities cover? Uh, record and the reason i'm gonna give right now is that i don't need to hear another version of change in the house of flies for at least a couple years you guys okay (laughs) (laughs) all right i've heard the real version a lot i've heard some acoustic takes i've heard some covers i'm all set on change and i'm just gonna i'm gonna gonna be on a change break just a change break for a little bit i mean that's fair and uh the other thing that's interesting is that this feels like a real strong moment, strong moment, a real uh, a real landmark moment in the tension-filled relationship between Chino and Stephen Carpenter. Mm. Because if you read these quotes on the wiki regarding who did what on what song, there's a whole lot of, that was all Chino, don't talk to me about it. And uh, that was a little Steven. Don't talk to me about it. Like people just not sure how they feel about these songs and just a lot of finger pointing. A um, lot of, uh, oh, you you didn't like that one? Yeah, that was all Chino. That, Total was, that Chino. was the other guy. That was the other guy. And I think we'll get into a little bit uh, about that as we go through these songs. Um, shockingly, Jenny, Matt, there's no genre tags for this record on Wikipedia. I know, I searched and searched. Defies definition, this album. You got Ezrin at the boards. Get ready. (laughs) You got Ezrin. And then you also just have all this finger pointing where someone says, hey, Chino, can you give me a genre tag for this? And he's like, talk to Steven. No, thank you. You will get no such thing. (laughs) And uh, to answer your question, Matt, that you had asked about this album title. Yeah, uh, Saturday Night Wrist, a unique album title. Chino was asked. This one he did not defer onto other people. He said that it is a reference to the nerve damage caused when an intoxicated person falls asleep on his or her arm. He elaborated, referencing when you're all alone on Saturday nights and your only best friend is your shaking wrist. Oh, so this is wow. a Jack and Off reference. 
I mean, I think I, it's more like an alcohol. I, yeah, I took it as an induced thing. shake. Oh, <laughs> it's a boozy it's like, booze reference. Boozy Saturday booze. night, cranking it out. <laughs> well, this album cover makes me think that someone's somebody's Saturday night wristing. That's uh, true. Chani, walk true, us through true. this album cover. It appears to be a an attractive woman, a hottie. All definite, hotties, no notties. Definite, definite, definite hottie. Definite hottie. You got it. It's uh, it's a lot of different angles of the hottie. And uh, we're looking up. We got strong jawbone, collarbone, neck action going on. I would say uh, throws of passion. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know. It's got like a little bit of like a looks like sort of a like a record you've had for a long time, so long that it's worn. It's got that ring wear. Is that what that's called? Yep, ring wear. Thank you. I was going to give a much longer explanation, but ring wear is exactly what it is. I'm here for you. It's uh, it's 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 a nice cover. I think I like uh, it's it's aesthetically pleasing to me. Lots of dusty, dusky colors. It's yeah, a vibe. It's it is a vibe. The um the uh, interior artwork very distressed looking. Playing off that, yeah, the ring wear vinyl look. Pictures of the band look very casual. A lot of them are very up close. The shot of Chino is basically like a a blown out. Like you basically just see his eyeball and a little bit of a tat. And then, yeah, like the picture of uh, Delgado, I mean, looks like it was taken on an old digital camera. Just, uh, yeah, just very worn looking. And then uh, the, the shot of uh, the shot of Chi, he's got his hands over his face, um, which honestly just plays into the whole stress vibe of this record. You know what? We'll get, in, we'll get into the critical feel on this record as we go through. But I think it's just time to dive in. Let's do it. All right. The first track on this record, Hole in the Earth. Jenny, thoughts on Hole in the Earth? I thought it was a strong start. I really liked it. I'm not getting much new, but I am getting a very, very heavy, fuzzy vibe, which I like. Some heavy alternative, perhaps. But I I don't know. I really dug it. I thought it was a strong start. What do you think, Lauren? 
right off the top, it drops in, and then Chino goes, woo! And I said, all right, I'm in. Let's go. Let's go. We're wooing. We're excited. Let's do this. I wrote my notes. Let's go, boys. And uh, we're ripping. This makes sense as a first single. These guitars are shining and soaring. Truly going all over the place. There's a lot more atmosphere. I agree with you, Jenny. A lot less new. A lot more space vibes. Now, this does have a chuggy outro at 325. But it's, uh, it's very brief. And then it goes back into the, the echoey, soaring vibe again. But um, I would put this... I'll put this as a hot open. I'll put this as a hot open. And this is also like one of those things where it's like, if you've got to play somebody a song by Deftones that immediately covers it all this you could you could blame this one this really does cover it all right in there of like what these guys do but does also have this i hate all my friends line which apparently was true at the time but apparently the band did not know until chino told them later i was talking about all you guys (laughs) (laughs) wow Uh, yeah matt thoughts and hole in the earth you know i have heard thousand bands play this song not this song you know what i mean like aesthetically trying to play this song and they can't do it they can't do it like the de- like deftones can mm-hmm. and whether you like it or not it's like it is so them it comes out very cleanly very good open not necessarily hot but it's like you hear this one and you're like, okay, yep, Deftones doing what they do. And I'm excited. So I went over to the page for the single on Wikipedia, and it does have a genre tag, which is alternative metal. So I can see that. Perhaps that's going to be the coverage for the whole thing. This song used in a variety of places, all your favorite places Guitar Hero 3, Rock Band, Rock Band 2, Rock Band 3. <laughs> Underworld Rise of the Lichens. There it is. Yes. Man, if you are watching Underworld Rise of the Lichens and this song comes on, I would not be surprised if you got walked up to somebody and said, This movie is the best fucking movie. Yeah, that's when the movie I've ever seen. Yeah, that's when the lichens rise. Is that when that happens? Yeah, yeah. Oh, (laughs) Lauren. This uh-huh. has nothing to do with what we're talking about, so yes. it's a classic crowd to catch one of you yeah. in the the long, difficult to predict series of movies that Mitch and I watch. Uh huh. We watched Blood and Chocolate this week. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which is uh, a movie that has nothing to do with chocolate and is just about people who turn into wolves, lichens. It was a very bad movie. We got rid of cable. We got like uh, this weird satellite. Not satellite. It's just like an antenna. But you get all sorts of like fucked up Bobo movie like stations. This one called This TV just plays off the wall movies. Much blood and chocolate. (laughs) Underworld 3, Rise of the Lichens, Deftones. I wound the string back to where we were. There it is. Very important info. No Deftones in Blood and Chocolate. Uh, A missed opportunity (laughs) on their part. Could have really done something with that. Let's talk about the video for Hole in the Earth. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Jenny, walk us through your experience with this video. This video to me felt very of the time 
We've got lots of sort of like older computer shit going on. A lot of floating Chino. A lot of felt very spacey. They all look tired. They all look (laughs) over it. I've never. It's like, and I look over it most of the time. I was like, guys got to at least fake it a little bit. Come on. Definitely not in my top Deftones vids. It felt pretty phoned in. What do you think, Lauren? I was blown away by how bad this video is. <laughs> I agree with you 100% that everyone seems phoning it in, but everyone is still doing, I think, their best to kind of look cool. And Chino is like at what feels like his his nadir of uncoolness. Yes. I don't know. He just seems, what's it called? Austin Powers, he lost his mojo. Yeah. Chino lost oh, his mojo no. here, baby. Let me tell you. He Woof. just he's doing here's the thing, he's doing all the moves that we've seen him do in previous videos. And what's funny is that I remember thinking I remember we watched the video for Back to School where it's a bunch of, you know, it's all the Deftones going through a high school and they're all clearly, you know, at least 10 years older than all these teens, but they still seem kind of cool you know there's there's a level of like but I, and i went back and watched that video just to confirm and yet chino's still pretty cool in that video in this video i mean listen we all go through it as we get older we put on a little bit of weight chino certainly put on a little bit of weight but that is irregardless you can have the weight on i mean i watched some uh some notorious big videos doesn't matter that guy weighs as much as he wanted look cool as hell but chino just seems off his game here and it also just feel like, yeah, like this was an obligation and he was just doing what he could. But like walking in front of the green screen down a green screen road in front of a green screen street, there's he can't do anything with that. It looks exactly like what I'm describing. Yeah. And yeah. He's said, floundering. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote in my notes on that that the walking shots with the green screen hurt. They did. Yeah. Chino just seems like somebody out of alignment with themselves in this. Like, that's what I see. It just reminds me of, like, if you ever hung out at any, like, old rock club, any venue where lots of bands have played, there's always a guy there who is like fully in the cups, perhaps has become the cups and will tell you about, oh yeah, like I fucking knew these guys I saw. Just like grasping for a time to come. He should be home. Oh. He should be home. Oh yes. They're like, your time unfortunately has passed. Yeah, it feels like- Someone who's like both reaching back and reaching forward. Like there's, it's perfectly fine if like this is where you are right now. Like I also think that there are always people in situations like that who are just very comfortable with where they are, like in alignment with themselves. But when you get into that weird state that it sounds like he was in with all this like substance, like fucking around as marriage is ending, it's like... I'm not there. I'm not where I want to be. So I'm just in this like weird and it just comes through. It reads and it's a bummer because that's a shitty place to be. I've I feel like I've been in that place with myself before where it's just like, why can't you just like fucking let this go? You weirdo, you know? Yeah. 
I feel for the guy. And hopefully he's doing better. It's been like 15 years, right? He's he's probably he's probably all right. Yeah. Um, songmeetings.com, very interesting. Um, a lot of people feel that this song gives them Donnie Darko vibes, um, which I will be honest, I do not get from this song. His song rocks a little too hard, I think, to give me any Donnie Darko vibes. But one person said it, and then a bunch of other people were like, Me too! Me three! Yeah! Donnie Darko! Movie night night in my house! Come on! Hey, it's Um, 2006. (laughs) I mean, yeah. This is prime Darko era, baby. You go into any dude's house between the age of 23 and 29, he's going to have a copy of this, and he might even have a copy of the director's cut, which sucks balls. So, yeah, <laughs> just be aware. Be aware of that Donnie oh, Darko director's cut. Uh, are we doing Darko talk? It might be a little bit of Darko talk. A little bit of Darko talk. The director's cut of Donnie Darko sucks. I've only Dollar seen the Dollar. movie once, and I might have just seen. Oh, is is this Jen's patented? Cellar door. The oh. most beautiful phrase in the oh. English language is cellar door. I saw somebody who You're was like about impeccable Drew Barrymore. Thank Perfect. you so much. A plus, A plus. Uh, I saw somebody about my age with a cellar door tattoo that looked like it was probably from that time, and I was like, man, I wonder, I wonder how you feel about that now. I just it's, wonder. It's so weird how so many things can mean so much at the time and then become completely trivial later in your life. I, oh my God, I barely dodged so many bullets that way. Tattoo I'm not bullets. saying I, oh, when I saw that, I thought that was basically about to be me a bunch of times and I just <laughs> didn't pull the trigger. Oh so, man. Dodge that tattoo bullet. And we know, Jenny, with the movies that you randomly watch, who knows? You could have <laughs> literally Rise of the Lichens across your chest. I mean, you dodged it. You know, oh my god, a I full might... sleeve of Rise <laughs> yeah. of the Light. You know what? I might change my mind and say, fuck it. You know, life's too short. Anything. Cause I, there's a, I think there's you a could point. do a pretty kick-ass Rise of the Lichens. I think tattoo. one arm says Underworld, colon, and then the other arm says Rise of the Lichens. No, that I... you have to do you have to do her with the two guns, Rise of the Lichens and found above yeah. or below and Underworld below it. Oh, okay. That's All right. true. That's and, true. And then on one side of her, the wolf, and the other side, the vampire bat. Yeah, and then like something that says like this is where they rise, just in case. <laughs> All I'm asking is if you're in the Roach Coach audience right now and you have an artistic flair, I'm just looking for that, you know, that skin tight suit where she's blowing the two guns, one in each hand, rise of the lichens on top, underworld on the bottom, one side a wolf, the other side a vampire. That's bat. exactly right. I and will say Go ahead. You and had something else you wanted to well, add. <laughs> yeah, no, you had the, what was the other words that you needed added? This is when they rise. <laughs> there, if, there's a point, there's, so I don't have enough tattoos that if I had some fucking weird one like that, you wouldn't notice, like, you would notice, because I don't have that many tattoos, but there's a point at which 
it doesn't matter anymore. So I feel like that's the thing, right? Like if I if I were to start just getting a tattoo of everything I like, I just have to keep it going. And then at that point, you just unless something is like truly bonks, like you just don't notice anymore and you just look cool. So all right now you're just yeah. tatted up. That's right. all you're just. But if I were up. to get one right now, it's like I have one big tattoo on one arm and that's it. So it'd be weird. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll, Maybe we'll I'll commit see. and get all these. And I, I mean, I love it. I love the idea. I mean, well, it, now Mitch, he's like full sleeves, right? Both arms? Uh, no, not full sleeves. But he has oh, okay. he has enough tattoos that if he got something dumb, you wouldn't notice. Okay. Well, I remember I asked him once about a tattoo, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't know. Someone gave it to me for free." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay. So, yeah." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He seems a lot more casual about his tattoo uh, acquisitions. Backing out, out of Darko talk, out of Tat talk, <laughs> out of Lycan talk. Back on songmeanings.com, drinking Wigga said there he that, is. that. Yeah, there it is. Uh, said, back to the meaning of the song. <laughs> Okay. No, thank Are you. Are we being attacked here? Okay. Back to the meaning of this song. This is what Chino said in an interview recently. When I wrote this, I thought the band was over, and I was telling the other members that I was finished. One of the lyrics is, I hate all my friends. It felt like I was alone. I wasn't communicating with anybody, and this was my only way of telling them how I felt. I don't think they realized what I was saying until a couple months ago when I explained it to them. This interview speaks volumes to me. Because for one, Chino's like, I was feeling alone. I was feeling like this band was done. I went in. I recorded these lyrics to this song that my bandmates made. We made it. We put it out. I'm now talking to you in an interview. The record's done. And these guys just figured it out. These guys not listening to Chino's lyrics. (laughs) Like, are they done? That's all we need, bro. Just, are they done? We're, we're you hate all your friends cool whatever just record them in the booth with Ezra and with Lopez we don't care like the and then she knows like by the way guys um on hold the earth um I'm talking about you guys oh no shit <laughs> all right it, whatever it's cool it's cool are um, we f- yeah are we done <laughs> are, are we cool are we are we still talking about this because uh because we're done, right? You record the albums. See you later. Yeah, Bye. I, albums out. But I was mad. Uh huh. Bye. <laughs> I don't know why, but that bye. I feel like I want to put like twelve Z's at the end of it because then they went to sleep afterwards. <laughs> Bye. Uh well, I, I just gonna go back though. We think this song is awesome. <laughs> so, we do. We, we do. do. We, we do. do. All right. Uh, well. Okay. Let's see if the next song is as awesome. Uh, up next, we've got Rapture. Go 
so I'm going to say off top, we are rocking, and this shit rips. This has some classic Deftones moves in here. We've got some chugs, this sort of disjointed time signature, screamy verses with some sensual chino on the <laughs> choruses. This, I think, has more of a new vibe, new metal vibe, than the first song, but it also has those keyboard flourishes and textures that uh, we associate with the later stuff. So we're really mixing eras on this one. This was one that I remember at the time I was not really on board for. I remember I was like, this is too disjointed. I don't know what's going on here. A lot of chaos. It's still a lot of chaos. Knowing more about what was going on behind the scenes makes a lot of sense. And so I was uh, I was digging this one. Jenny, thoughts in Rapture? I really liked this one a lot. I agree. We are rocking, as you would say. Uh, I liked this. This is kind of like the nice, fuzzy, screamy, noisy, cacophony of sounds that, that I do. Like uh, the angst is strong and palpable. Feeling it. I like it. Matt. Definitely in the pocket. Uh we are most certainly rocking. All right, um, there we go. I would, I would say so. There is a feeling that you're starting to get, though. Like, I don't hear that. I don't hear a passion. I guess I feel like a band that very much can execute this without much difficulty. There is a spark is missing. Matt, let me take you to a quote provided to us on songmeanings.com from a commenter, Pool Hall X Junkie. They attribute this to Chino, who said, quote, This was written at a very confusing time. In the last few years, I've gone through so much, and I'm asking myself a lot of questions here. When you listen to it, you can tell how confused I was. And indeed, when you dig into these lyrics... We have a man talking about wasting my time. You're wasting my time. You said it's worked out. You swear to God. You swear to God you don't want it to go like this again. And now you fuck with me. Waste of, waste of time. And you could put this as a, as a band thing, but this honestly feels more like a bad relationship song. Jenny? Mm-hmm. Well, hey, having a... You have a relationship with your band members, right? Like, you know. You do. You do. You do. I mean, it's just bad. Yeah, I guess now that I'm reading it, I mean, I initially, my initial take on this was it was like a bad, like romantic relationship song, but I, I could see it either way. I mean, if you think about it, this man's, this man's got no peace. It's a war at home. It's a war in the studio. Where do you go? There's no peace wherever you go. What a time to make a record. I hate all my friends. My marriage is falling apart. Where do you go? You know what? You man cave it up with a copy of Donnie Darko, baby. Get That's that right. dark on. Get Celly, that dark on. Silly door. Um, all right. Are we ready for the next song? Let's do it. All right. Up next, we've got Beware.
Is it a Deftones record if you don't have some sensual danger, baby? Sensual danger. Beware, but also beware. beware. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's italicized. Yeah, it's. There's a couple. They, listen, beware the water, but also beware the water. It's 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 a double there. You know, I mean, this is. I mean, you could say this one. This is being. This is the lure of the the unsafe, the lure of the taboo. What's going on here? Because you know what you. You get in the water, you go swimming, it's great, it's fun, feels great, but also, your ass could drown. Two sides. And I know, Matt, you were saying that you weren't feeling the passion so much, you felt like maybe things were a little uninspired Mm -hmm. on Rapture. But Beware feels locked into me. Beware feels like, somehow, someway, this band, at cross purposes, Chino doesn't even want to be in the studio with them, he called in Ezrin, and Ezrin was not his friend. Ezrin, the opposite of what he wanted. And yet still, we get this. This, honestly, I this was one where I was listening to this, and I was like, me in 2006, I was wrong about this record. I was wrong about this song, because this shit rules. Jenny, thoughts and beware? Uh, I really, really liked this song a lot. This is exactly, this is what I want. This is what I want in general. And now I'm thinking about what Matt said about like, is this devoid, devoid of passion, you know, and I don't maybe I just like lazy songs sometimes because I feel like I like a lot of music that sounds just like this. And it is just sort of, I don't know, there's just something chill about it, in my opinion. It's heavy, but it's also pretty chill. Is that lack of passion? I don't know. Maybe. Well, we could also we could also think of this as I mean, this is a breakup record in a lot True. of ways. A band, I mean, here's Chino thinking this band is done. So he's thinking this in a lot of ways is maybe this is the last Deftones record. But also it's a he's breaking up his marriage, that's falling apart. And sometimes, I mean, people have said, you know, the breakup record for a lot of artists over the years have been some of their most searing work. And the work that ends up being like the record where you're like, oh, man, you want to know. Like, yeah, their hits are good, but you want to know them for real? You got to check that record out. And right. I definitely. <laughs> Reinhold Messner, man. Oh, oh there it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, but if you dig in and I definitely this is a one, you know, this might be another one also. We're just like the follies of youth, you know, where you're just. A young guy just doing what you're doing, talking about myself here. And you're not realizing this man, this band, is going through some shit. And I'm just Big like, time. can I just get some rockers? Excuse <laughs> me. I just need some rocking and rolling. That's all I'm asking for. But it's like, that's not where we are. And sometimes, so listen, sometimes a band will go a place and you're like, I can't meet you there. But <laughs> right now, I'm I'm at a place now where I'm like, I definitely meet Deftones here. Yeah. I can see that. I think what you just said, Jenny, made me open my ears in a different way. Open your ears, Nos. Um, (laughs) But like lost, like that word, that thing of lost, putting that on this, that this band is lost, then the music hits differently. Like, you know, when you're a wash at sea and it's like fucking all hope is gone, like, and it's just waves 
I get that. I can hear that. I can hear that, especially in like in this song where it's like, this is not change, but it's in that vein, but it's a lot sadder, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also interesting to compare this to uh, lyrically what the band, what Chino was singing about on the previous records, especially going back to Around the Fur and White Pony, which were especially White Pony is records that were defined by songs about, you know, getting lit, you know, the cocaine records, the cocaine time, the the ladies all over the place. We're going to have a knife party, you know, you know, all these things. I mean, singing about just getting wild. And I mean, what is it? Digital bath. That's about like killing somebody in a bathtub, right? Something like that. Just, just wild, wild stuff. And it's, it's that old meme of like, me sowing, fuck yeah, yeah, it rules. Then me reaping, oh fuck, oh no. Like here, <laughs> now this is the record where it's like all that wildness, all that craziness you were doing, it's all come back around, you know? And with a song like Beware, it's like, yeah, it's super fun. You're getting lit up, ladies all over the place, but listen up, man. You also got to get up in the morning, deal with the aftermath. Everything true, true. has a price. Now, this is what we think the song is about, right? Right. There's somebody who had a different take. And it was a very popular take on songmeetings.com. First Breath After Coma gives us a very long comment and says, here's my point of view for this amazing song. Uh, And I will not read you the lyrics, but I will just give you what this person thinks. It's interspersed with the lyrics if you want to go check it out yourself. But basically, the gist is Chino will stop loving this woman and put revenge on her for what she did to him. Someone cheated on him or misled him. Wake up as in wake up from a dream. She's cheating on him. She thinks he doesn't realize it. As for pretend, pretend she still loves Chino. He's slowly drowning and asks her, do you like the way the water tastes? So she can taste the pain she led in Chino. Uh, Gunfire is in it's dangerous. He can kill her. You can never say as in she can't have her last words because he keeps drowning her. Uh, Round in the water. She'll have to watch out because he may kill her if she disobeys. You know why she lied about loving him. So it's, it's all this stuff about how someone is cheating on Chino and he's so hurt and he's going to kill her. <laughs> and this got five upvotes. So, so basically, this is what I think about the song. My pure POV. Uh, listen, if you're going to give me your POV, give me it pure. All right? I need that pure. Pure, pure POV. I need the pure POV. Um, I do like that this was indeed upvoted five times, and then the <laughs> second one with only two upvotes from Drinking Wigga is an actual quote from Chino. Yes. Where he said, this was a turning point on the record. I just got back from doing Team Sleep. We stopped working with Bob Ezrin and went back to Sacramento to write. This was the first song we wrote together. The lyrics are a warning against the temptation of women, drugs, alcohol, or any other vice. It's quite dark. There it is. Drinky drink. Smoky smoke. Lady ladies. It's quite dark. Quite dark. Listen, you get those three together. Get those three together. Jenny, have you ever thought about that? You know, as, you know, the fact that, you know, 
the patriarchal system, so many songs written about women as both temptresses and heartbreakers and everything, and then to be included in this idea that the combination, just think about this, the combination of your mere presence in a room with drugs and alcohol would be like, I'm going to die in here. What does that make you feel overall? <laughs> is there any? Is there a sense of power in that, or are you just like, give me a fucking break? Everything you just said to me and then to be like, to say, give me a sense of power is the biggest LOL I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> fucking life. <laughs> no, because all of the things that you mentioned are just propping up this myth that like men cannot control themselves. And that's why when they rape and murder women, it's like not all their fault. So... I would say that's a big no on the powerful. That's like why it's so funny to me. Anytime a dude's like, "You got them wrapped around your little finger," I'm like, "Well, yeah, that, that's fuck? kind of that's kind of what I was asking because I think yeah. that that is a thing that people all yeah that's always said that they wrapped around the finger. This woman's like, yeah, this woman's in control, whatever. And it's like, do I mean what do women actually think about that? Like, is that ever a thought? But it's it seems it seems like just this idea that guys put in their heads because they can't control themselves. I mean, I don't know what all women feel about it. Uh, Jenny, I, Jenny, please <laughs> well, represent all women right I now. I know the council, the council of women. We have decided that we do not feel that way. No, I mean, I guess like I'm not saying that like uh, there aren't women who feel their power in like those situations in in some way. I mean, I'm sure there are like. But even I would argue, even if that like, I don't know, it's not up to me. To me, that feels like false power, right? Because it it hinges on something that isn't real. Like you can be in a room and like you can you can be around a bunch of dudes who are like falling over themselves to talk to you. Right. But all it takes is like one thing to go sideways, one person to like flip and it's a fucked up situation. Mm. And oftentimes I think in those situations where like a dude is like falling over himself for somebody, if if it doesn't work out the way he wants, he then feels humiliated. And that's where that like flip happens and it turns like real fucked up real fast. Like I've definitely been in situations like that where dudes have been like, Oh my God, you're blah, 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 whatever. And I'm like, okay, well I'm not interested. And then they do some like really disturbing shit. So I just think that it's so, it's so dicey, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. I don't, I personally don't really feel any power in that. I'm just like waiting for the flip to happen. So I, I just don't fuck with that anymore. I understand. I, understand. And, I mean, to go back to, to Chino's quote, it's quite dark. Quite dark. Quite, quite dark. dark. Indeed. All right. I guess, I guess let's come out of that. Yeah. Into the next song. Well, let's listen to Cherry Waves. Just as I rehearsed 
So there's a couple ways to know that the band was in a weird position and the vibes were a little off. And one way to know that is if you have two songs back to back that both involve heavy water and drowning imagery. <laughs> and they were just like, these two got to go together, baby. You got to follow up Beware with Cherry Waves this is the only way to go about it. It's and, a one-two punch. Yeah, one-two punch of drowning. Um, I love the drum sound. It's on a purely technical level. Love the drum sound. It sounds huge. Um, I'm loving that. We got this sensual chino vibe going on here. There's a riff it up moment at 257. That's pretty sick. I I think once again going back at the time, I'm like two mid tempo boys back to back. I'm a man in my 20s. Give me those riffs. But now, as a man pushing 40, I'm like, I feel it. Live your truth, Chino. Live your truth. So I was down for this one. I was into it. This is a definite, once again, we're, we're, we are wallowing in bad relationship vibes. This one feels much more of a bad relationship vibe. But also, this one has the drowning stuff, but it doesn't sound like Chino's drowning you. It sounds to me more like the that things are going to get bad life is going to get tough and you might sink below you might fall below the surface and i will swim down and get you but will you for me and i wrote in my notes would you risk it all for chino he might for you this one feels like a you know him trying to put some sort of relationship back together jenny what do you think of cherry waves uh again i liked it I am at this point kind of wondering, like, are we just going to stay mid-tempo? Because I don't, I mean, we started off a little heavier, but not as hard as they can go. And I'm just wondering, like, it doesn't seem like they want to go hard anymore. Team sleep happens. Everybody's mad. So I'm wondering, like. I'm okay with getting a whole album of mid-tempo boys from Deftones, but is that what we're going to get? And what does that mean for the canon? I just don't know. I can't just listen to this for pleasure. I'm on assignment. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where I am. That's where I am at this point in the record. Matt, how are you feeling about Cherry Waves? Well, now I'm... Now my the word lost keeps coming back in my brain. We're awash, baby, in cherry waves, cherry wine. Lost, baby. We're in a rough way. <laughs> oh, lane. yeah. Um, we're not going to dip too much into the song meanings on this one. Um, a lot of people throwing the word allegory around. I just don't want to get involved with that. Um, you know, I, I just want to say, yeah, this is just we're we're just... We're just in that. Oh wait, there is a there is a quote. I'm sorry, there is another Chino quote from Pool X Hall, Pool Hall X Junkie, who just he just had Chino ready to go with these quotes. Uh, Chino said, "This is a story about being in the middle of the ocean with someone saying, if you were to sink underneath the waves, the waves, then I'd swim after you. Would you do the same for me? It's seeing how far the trust goes. Wow, what a thing to put on somebody." Would you die for me? Would you die for me? Y wow. or N? <laughs> Check one. Check Circle. One. Circle on the box. Uh, yes. Classic question you ask your significant other or possibly your guitarist. There we go. 
Hey guys, would you die for me? Yes or hey guys. no? Yes. You want to die for me? Would you? Would you die? Would you die for me? Y- yes uh, or no? Yes or no? Click one or the other. All right. I think uh, I think we're ready to dive into the next one. All right. Up next, we've got mine. should mention um i don't know if you mentioned this up top jenny that that uh there is a guest on this song that's right that guest, surge. surge 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 is on the song man if you want to go to two minutes you can hear surge pop in all right here we go There he is. There he is with a classic surge lyric of universe breaking us down, which facts only with our boy. Always facts with Surge. It's interesting. This was the second and final single from the album. It's solid. Um, I don't think it's an all timer. I don't think it's bad, but I think it's just solid. And coming off of two mid tempo boys. Especially for me, going back to 2006 me, and I just get a solid rocker as opposed to a crusher. At this point, on something like Around the Fur, I would be at Be Quiet and Drive. a uh, An all-timer, I'll just mention offhand. And, uh, and so this is just solid, and Surge is kind of buried on it. He kind of, if you didn't know he was on it, you might not even notice. So this one, I think, is just solid. Jenny? Yeah, I agree. I don't really have much more to add. It's a perfectly serviceable song. It's good, but nothing uh, nothing really of note, in my opinion. Most of the comments on songmeanings.com think it's about his divorce. I think that's probably right, more than likely. Matt, as a, as a devoted system of a down person, how do you feel about this song? Um, well, I feel Serge is a little underutilized. Uh, but I also don't know where he fits in Deftones' oeuvre. Like, he he's a little bit more dramatic, flamboyant, out there. Where are the wacky sounds? Where? <laughs> like, there just needs to be more things happening. And this is a fairly straight-ahead song. I mean, he, he's fine on it, but mm-hmm. it isn't like 
it's on the listing it doesn't say featuring because he's just kind of part of the pastiche he is not he is not a uh individual component yeah i think it is another one where it's like hey you want to come and work on a song on my record and he's like absolutely he's like it's about the destruction of my marriage and he's like i'll just sing some woos and o's for you how about that buddy (laughs) universe how about i sing the word universe universe it's crushing us down i can relate to that you know it's like finding out like 17 stars sang in the back of a kanye west album it's like they did i'll take your word for it (laughs) sure they did (laughs) no that's paul mccartney right there Uh, okay sure it is (laughs) so the wikipedia has um some reviews for this song um, Rolling Stone called it an industrial banger with swooshy space rock overlays. Um, and they compared Chino's vocal style to that of Tom York. Enemy panned the song, saying, This song reminds us of when we used to have MTV2 and had to switch to VH1 Classic every time Back to School came on, or we'd get a headache. Boring with 12 O's. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Enemy. God damn. Didn't um, like it. Didn't yeah. like it. Oh, Serge was asked about the song in a Reddit AMA, and he said this. Chino asked, and I obliged, smiley emoji. We've all been friends and toured together for many years. <laughs> asked and answered, Serge. Got it. <laughs> We've all been friends. Serge, straight up, did not know what song he was being asked about, did a quick Google search, and was like, oh, yeah, yep, I, I know them. Yep, that's why I did the song. I do not remember. Doesn't remember a goddamn thing about making this song. Hey, who could blame him? It's hard to remember things. It is. Jenny, briefly, this music video. Yes. Uh, I don't understand. I feel like, why are we still making videos at this time? (laughs) It's a valid question when you see this one. I feel like they just look tired and like... I don't even know what to say. Deftones on Saturday Night Risk promo cycle. Maybe one of the most tired bands. Just exhausted. I did find a clip of them performing Hole in the Earth on Conan. And Chino sounds great. And they can still do it live. But these music videos. My lord. This is... uh, Matt, just imagine this here. You've got the LA skyline. Deftones performing in front of the LA skyline. Sounds to me like a can't miss proposition, right? Right. Pretty straightforward, easy. Slam dunk, if you will. But we are intercut with shots of breakdancers, BMX bikes jumping off of ramps, and random bouncing cars. They couldn't even get Surge to show up. And at one point, Chino is doing the moves with the breakdancers, and then they cut away. And... Honestly, this is one of the worst videos that we've ever done on the show, quite frankly. It's just the whole thing just seems off and weird. Every breakdancer shot, I was like, why? What is going on here? Because it's not like they're synced up to the song. No. And the thing about it is like, (laughs) if you're going to look tired, don't bring like all of the most energetic things (laughs) to put next to you to be like, I don't know. To me, it's just like, uh, it's just, it's still like with the, it feels like the grasping of like, I don't know. There's just something about it that is so, 
It's just so mismatched. It really is. It feels it feels like just a huge miss of like maybe on paper it was like you guys are performing. There's gonna be break dancers. Gonna be bikes jumping off of ramps. It's gonna be sick. And instead, yeah, it just yeah it just amplifies how tired they all seem and also how much older they are than everyone else. And it's not even like there's anything wrong with getting older, but it's like you feel the age of the band here more than anything else. These are just older guys, and these are younger people dancing and doing popping wheelies. You know? I mean, honestly, when I think of BMX biking, I mean, I'm feeling like, I don't know, 20 years old tops. Like, I feel like the moment you can learn to drink, you should immediately put your BMX away. Like, that should be it. So, um, yeah. So, I, uh, yeah, not, not, a, not a good video. Um, I mean, it, here's the thing. I did write that it was one of the worst that we've done. It is not as bad as that CGI Mudvayne one. That one is still worse. <laughs> Relax. Don't write your letters to me about it. That is Chill true. That, that one was pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. All right. So we're back to rocking. What, what are the boys going to do next, Jenny? I'll tell you what they're going to do. Up, up, down, down. <laughs> left, right, left, right. A, B select start i'm told it's the konami code it is the konami code (laughs) that's that is what's next get the idea oh nothing else is gonna happen okay matt this is uh purely an instrumental song and um this one i thought this was one of the ones that had the the line where stephen carpenter was like that's all chino don't talk to me about it but that is not not here because he does play uh he does play guitar and um Oh wait, I take that part. He does not write any guitar parts for this song. This is the one that he has. This has basically nothing to do with Stephen Carpenter. And oh wait, no, I take that back. It says here he played drums. What? I don't understand. Why, why is he playing drums? Okay, whatever. In any event, this one, I remember at the time, 2006. I was like, what are we doing here? What's this instrumental? We need to be rocking it up. This is strange. And now I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't think it's great. It feels weird. It's a definite aberration in the Deftones catalog. They don't have anything else like this. I don't even think they have any more. I think this might be the only album with instrumentals on it. I don't think they have any instrumentals on any other album. So, yeah, this one, you know, uh, not really my thing. Jenny? Yeah, just sort of felt like unnecessary filler. I don't know why you're giving us filler, you know, this many tracks in. Like, now is not the time. This is not filler time. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah and also i mean it's a four minute song so it's it's not a it's not a short boy either no i this was sort of a time when more like slow loud instrumental bands were very popular though at this time, like this was like kind of like peak pelican, True. sun, red sparrows, mm. shit like that. So yeah, yeah, a Boris. lot of that. Oh yeah, mm. Mm. yeah, but yeah, Bor- isn't Boris Pink two thousand six? I want to say, oh, uh, it might be. Yeah, but I mean that—that's like Boris is such a weird band though. They're all over the place because like yeah. half of Pink was like rippers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I yeah. love Boris. Oh, I love Boris. They're so great. They're so good. But yeah, I uh, mean that that to me is what this felt like more than anything was like this was very this was in the air at that time. Absolutely. Um songmeanings.com despite this song having zero lyrics it has 29 comments. Many of them just saying things like nice instrumental and <laughs> this is the Konami code. And then uh, a couple of pointed out that it is actually the song title is a misprint of the Konami code. And there's no, I don't think there was a link to this, but the, apparently it should be BA select start, which is the right correct way. And according to Chino, that's a misprint. That's just become now the way it is. Like apparently it was misprinted on the liner notes and that's just how it is. Um, be that as it may. Um, the mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. comment I had to mention is from L. Marijuanero, who said, everyone should trip or roll a blunt to this song. It's amazing. Their last concert in, awesome, in Austin was also amazing. I'll be honest with you. I mean, as one of the world's biggest marijuana heads, this oh, song just Smokey over there? Smokey. Smokey Oakey. That's what they call me. And uh, this song just seems a little too, I don't know. There's not enough going on here. For a band that we know does the spacey, this one honestly isn't spacey enough. And uh, just feels way too minor. Um, Jenny, in your pre-baby days, I mean, you used to just, you know, just smoke like a chimney. Oh, I mean, what my did you, God. Yeah. you know? So, I mean, what do you think about that concept of rolling a blunt to this song? <laughs> To, I, this song's only four minutes long. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It seems like an awful lot for a little, but go off. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's let's just keep it going. All right. Up next, we've got Xerxes.
this album set in a mood, and that mood is dark. <laughs> <laughs> Especially coming off of that instrumental into another mid-tempo song. I wrote my notes, more mid-tempo moods. Jenny, how'd you feel about Xerxes? Uh, I mean, when I did my just like listen as I was doing things around the house, like not really necessarily paying super close attention, I was fine with it. But when I did my second headphones listen, I was like, all right, God, got it. It just starts to feel samey for me. And it, I really like this record a lot, but I feel like it's got to be passively consumed. More of a background record, which is quite a thing to say about a Deftones record. Right. (laughs) But I'm saying it. She's saying it. She's saying it. Matt, how are you feeling about these mid-tempo moods? I think Jenny's just nailed it that like, if this was on, well, number one, I could see this being a good driving record when you're sad. Real sad driver. Oh yeah, definite, oh, yeah. definite nugs. Oh yeah, yeah. this is. Oh yeah, the night drive record. I mean, yeah. this might be. I mean, Deftones have quite a few night drive tracks and maybe albums, but this might be the ultimate. I mean, although I don't know, man. This is dark. I mean, I mean, do you get two twenty pieces? I mean, like, are you just in the car all night? Maybe. Oh boy, I'm just scarfing down the... forty nugs. 40 nugs. What a I just, dark, Give me dark eight place. packets of barbecue sauce, please. <laughs> uh, what does that car smell like? <laughs> Feet and death. <laughs> it is not pleasant in there. Oh, no. And, the most and a whiff of my tears. <laughs> tears, feet, and death. Never uh, think, you know, yeah. That's why you always want to Carfax any new car, any used car you get, because you do not want to end up with a feet, tears, death car. This isn't fair, but the, the, you'll never guess what album keeps popping into my head as I listen to this. If it weren't just the Afghan Wigs album, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> but this just feels like 10 versions of my curse. It's just like, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. just getting flogged over and over this is not fun this isn't i mean i like it i i but it, yeah it is a a sad mood i mean it's one after another you gotta wonder i mean is greg texting chino you cool you okay you doing Cause all right because that's when you know things are tough and greg dooley's like is everything okay with you <laughs> i'm typically the mess i'm i'm not i'm not doing great but uh, yeah, although what's just funny is that 2006, this is the, well, not the tail end. There's a few more years, but this is in the midst of, I would say, Greg Dooley's Twilight Singers big period, because I saw him tour uh, Powder Burns around this time, and uh, Greg was pretty big at that point. So this maybe just be the time everyone was just, you know, eating their feelings a little bit more, which a totally relatable thing. Hey, let me tell you that lives I, in my stomach. I have been told that those Ben and Jerry's containers are to be shared. <laughs> I I'll take your word for it. I but guess. they seem like single serving person to me. I'm just saying, especially in a dark moment. And we both we you both have talked about, you know, having this on as a background thing. Miss Zombie over on songmeetings.com has some feelings about that, though. 
she quotes from another uh, another commenter whose name is Lateralis518, who said, Deftones have a complex way to get their point across, and you won't get it by under-analyzing. Misabi said, you're right. Deftones are for intelligent listeners, not under-analysts. Is that a word? Sure. <laughs> and uh, I love the idea of someone being an under-analyst. Someone that you call in to just give you quick surface stuff. Not going to dig in deep. <laughs> just real basic shit. That might be my calling. Yeah, you know? <laughs> to be an under-analyst. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, this song was fine <laughs> at the time. Maybe I'm an under-analyst. Uh, Jenny, one of our best under-analysts gives you just the surface, and then she's <laughs> out of there. <laughs> That's fucking right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> And bye. <laughs> bye. Um, I do want to mention real quick on Songmini's no, Song on Wikipedia, they do have a breakdown of um the critical reviews for the album. Um saying that it did generally receive positive reviews. It has a 72 on Metacritic. Um Alternative Press gave it a perfect score. Said that Saturday Night at Risk proves yet again that Deftones have a corner on the transcendental metal market. Okay. All right. Um, Drowned in Sound also liked it and says, if you've even the slightest interest in heavy music, you simply must make Saturday Night Wrist an integral part of your record collection. Rolling Stone gave it three and a half out of five. Spin, six out of ten. Not as uh, rapturous about it. AV Club a B plus. All music, three and a half out of five. No Pitchfork review. Where were you at, Pitchfork? Nah? All right. Not there. <laughs> Where you at, Pitchfork? Where you at, Pitchfork? Well, we're in we're in a mid tempo zone right now. Things are dark. Accusations of under analyzation going on. What's next? Rats, rats, rats. Chino's vocal on this song is insane. Truly the most throat-ripping thing that I think he's ever done. He is, like, he sounds anguished and is just shredding it on here at a level that I don't think he's ever done before and ever done since. I know a lot of people bring up Elite as one where he's shredding it, but he is going... I mean, also, he's shredding it while saying things like, everything is fine, and I won't say anything, not a fucking thing. Oh, boy. Once again, he's sending these lyrics in, and the rest of the Deftones are going, all right, cool, we got lyrics done. <laughs> going home. <laughs> wow. See you guys later. Oh, my Lord. This thing. For one, finally, thank you. Thank you for getting us out of the mid-tempo mood, but boy, oh, boy, going through it. 
Jenny, how do you feel about Rats, Rats, Rats? Uh, I really like the song a lot. <laughs> I would like to underanalyze it. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. He's... Seems like we're back in it. We're back in it here. And I was here for it. Um, this does have a chug section. Uh, Matt, if you want to go to 228, just to get a little bit of that chug section. Yeah, we can do that. All right, here we go. baby you know what i don't i don't want to step on jenny's toes by under analyzing this at all but um that's hot <laughs> it's hot boy it's a hot boy it's a hot boy matt how you feeling about rats 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 you know um they i felt like oh now we're we're off to the races we're ripping we're doing good and then they took me back to mid-tempoville but then they do that and i'm like all right all right I liked it. Yeah, this one feels uh, of akin also to something like Rapture, where it's like just all off the rails, like multiple time signatures, Chino just in anguish, screaming, and uh, this is this is what we want. This is what we want. According to songmeanings.com, um, I'm assuming this is a Chino quote. He says, this is one of Steven's songs. There's a lot of aggression here. He spent whole weeks working on individual sections of this because the timing is really intricate. The song title is from a story I was reading about this old actress called Frances Farmer who went crazy. It was only afterwards that I realized Nirvana had also written a song about her. What? You're trying to tell me that Deftones were unaware of the album In Utero? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. That no. That I don't. I don't know. Jenny, do you think it's possible? I think it's possible that they weren't aware of the inspiration. Now, what about the fact that the song on In Utero is called "Francis Farmer Will Have Her Revenge on Seattle"? <laughs> okay. Do you think? Well, look. <laughs> I mean, at the time, right, you just put a CD in, weren't necessarily looking through all the stuff. Sometimes you're just like, I'm loving the vibes. And certainly it wasn't a single from In Utero. And certainly other songs took took focus. Your heart-shaped box. Your all apologies. You're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. I don't know if you guys have listened to um in utero lately yes i have it's very good yes it is. <laughs> they did do a good job <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good record I, pretty good i am actually shocked at your take i was not expecting that so clearly like oh it's good <laughs> oh it's, it's really good yeah oh yeah anyway back to back to the tones i like this one it's a ripper we're back into it can we maintain this level of energy, Jenny, what's next? <laughs> All right, pink cell phone. Belief in the one true power. Belief in the one true power. Belief in the one true power. 
What is happening? Matt, this is one. This is the one. According to the Wikipedia, when asked about it, Steven said, that was all Chino. (laughs) Do not talk to me about it. Do not ask me about it. That's all Chino. This is a weird sort of ambient beep boop situation, which then culminates, Jenny, in what I wrote in my notes is the gross part. Yeah. We get a do, do whole... We want, do we sure. want to hear it? Yeah. Let's, All right. Where okay. do I got to go? Don't don't Matt, play you, this if you got your kids around you. Yeah, yeah. Get the kids out of the room. To quote Jared, kids out of the room. Uh, 357, Matt. Like the Magnum. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Greasy, filthy hand jobs. <laughs> stop restrooms. Hot calling. Okay, so it's a goof. It is a goof that continues going. That is Annie Hardy of the band Giant Drag, who I'm not familiar with. And yeah, a total weird goof. The first time I heard it, I was like, this is trash. What is this doing on the record? Uh, Listening to it now, I'm... I honestly, for the longest time, had not really been aware of the Chino vocals on it. I was so taken aback by all the gross stuff at the end that I was like, oh, wait, Chino sings like the first half of this song. But the the gross part at the end totally takes you out. Totally weird. Once again, what are we doing here? We just got the tempo back up with Rats, 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 and now we're, we're beeping and booping again. Jenny, what'd you think? I also forget that Chino sings the first half of this because by the time you get by the time you get to all the gross shit, you're just like, oh, well, okay. Again, like this is another thing that I feel, you know, this would be great for B sides. Yeah. <laughs> like, just I don't know. We don't we don't need pink cell phone, I don't think. This is kind of the definition of a B side. Yeah. 100%. Could it could have been more of a rarity, in my opinion. Yes, extremely rare. Unreleased studio track. Yes. You know, tell us there's some stuff on the floor that's just a little too wild to hear. Cool, great. <laughs> but here we are. You know what? There's literally no reason to go on songmeanings.com. So why? Why do it? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> then, what's next? All right. Up next, we got combat. So, Matt, this song has about a minute and 15-second ambient intro before the drums kick in. So if you go to about minute 15, minute 16, that's when the song really kicks in. You got it.
I wrote my notes. We back. Rip it up, boys. Jenny, what'd you think of combat? Yeah, it takes a minute to get there, but once we get literally, there, yeah, <laughs> just one minute. Back in one minute. Uh, yeah, I really like this one again. Chino's vocals back on point. Here for it. It's a good one, though. We are recycling these uh, lyrical ideas once again. He's talking about a waste of time. Don't believe. Can't decide. Make your mind. So once again, he's you know feeling about somebody wasting his time like what are we doing here this once again could be about a band could be about a relationship are we wasting our time here what are we doing make your mind up chino's asking this type of thing you might say a type of combat and that is not an under analyzation there we go (laughs) matt how you feeling about this one I'm I'm feeling like maybe could have used this a little bit earlier, but I'm glad to have the shot in the arm and the late legs of the album. There we go. All righty. Let's keep it going. This next title. Here we go. All right. Up next, we've got Kim Dracula. There it is. been doing this show for many many years and in a lot of ways it's all been going towards this song and these <laughs> lyrics jenny this chorus when i saw these lyrics i went holy fucking shit here we go we actually have snake arms <laughs> <laughs> could not believe it i really wish these snakes were your I really wish you'd make up your mind. And once again, don't waste his time. But also, he's saying, you're a goddamn snake. And I wish you, instead of using your snake arms to kill me, they were just to embrace me. Old Kim Dracula. (laughs) Old Kim Dracula. (laughs) With the snake Um, arms. With the snake arms. Um, I think this is one of the best songs in the album. Wrote my notes. Ooh, this intro. You know it's going to be hot. This intro, when this intro kicks in, in the one channel, this is the type of song that this starts playing, and you're at the show, and you're maybe maybe you're at the merch tent, maybe you're over getting some beers for the boys, and you hear this, you go, fuck it, Kim Dracula's happening. To the pit, gentlemen. Yes. This is a hot <laughs> one. I love it. Jenny? 
Yeah, I agree. This is a really, really good song. Uh, the snake arms thing did make me laugh as well. Just in general, Kim Dracula makes me laugh. So we got our giggles. We got a hot song. What more could you ask for? Mm-hmm. Matt, Kim Dracula. I mean, I mean, you're throwing those snake arms and I'm a fan for life. There it is. Uh, Matt, Matt, are you are you thinking about are you thinking about getting a Kim Dracula tattoo? Uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> right next to my <laughs> cellar door tattoo. Perfect place for cellar it. Perfect door. Place. Cellar, cellar, cellar door. Cellar door. I do have a quick cue. Mm. Yeah. How respectful of our time is this album? Now this album. If you were just to have it on the old CD, come in at 51 minutes and 34 seconds. Seems pushing. Seems a little pushing. Yes. Now, if uh, we didn't actually discuss this, are we talking about the iTunes bonus track today or no? I think we got it. It's on all the streaming. It's unavoidable. Let's just, we, we just got to talk about it. All right. Well, if we're including that, then we have an album like the 5624. Wow. I can say as the CD owner for many, many years, it did seem a touch too long. So you feel um, that extra minute 34. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you do. All right. Up next, if you're the CD owner, this is where this is where the road ends for you. It's uh, Riviere. So, Matt, so the beat doesn't actually drop until a minute 40. I was wondering if that was going to happen. Yeah. And this is a song. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Here we go. No, it's starting to swell. Now, um, by my just gradual pan skim of this, under analyzation of the songs on this album, this seems to be a mostly mid-tempo record. Yes. And I'm wondering if maybe any of the, you know, perhaps vibes of this record not being that great at the time, or maybe a little pushback on it, is that all of the singles do not really tell you what type of record you're actually going to get. Because the singles are like upbeat rockers. And, but what you mostly have is tracks like this. I mean, this makes sense as a closer for this record. Um, 
and is obviously honestly more indicative of the overall sound of it. I have no problem with this one. I like it. It's about a, I think it's about a witch. Hey. Hey. Came out on Halloween. Why the hell not? Witches, snake arms, holes in a, earth. Give me a witch song. Get a get her a couple. Yeah. Um I uh yeah, I like this one. It makes sense as an outro, but I know I remember thinking at the time, two thousand six me. Was not thinking like I was like, Alright, this record's over. And that's fine. Which is not always the vibe you want for a Deftones record. Matt? Yeah, I, I just kind of feel like again, we're lost at sea. We're a little adrift. Uh and we're sad. We are not doing great. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, uh, you know. I mean, also, I mean, you just think about what, what, what Chino's saying here right now. We've just come across like a Kim Dracula. Now we got a witch that's just waiting in the road for her next victim. Chino is taking that finger and he is pointing it. He's pointing it in some directions of his pain. Just saying. So that is that would be the record. But then you've got this iTunes bonus track, which is also now tacked onto basically all the streaming versions. So let's just let's 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 do it. What do we got, Jenny? We've got drive. expecting this to be what they would do. Who's gonna tell you things are so great? Now the Rick O'Casek line makes much more sense. Yeah. And it's funny is that initially when I saw that this was sort of tacked on, I'm like, how do we even talk about this? But then listening to it for the show, this fits the mood of the record perfectly, perfectly slots right in. And, uh, you know, I think, you know what, as you said, Jenny, nothing more new metal than a cover. True. And Chino and the boys, they do a great job on this one. I think they really knocked it out of the park. How do you feel about it, Jenny? I really love this song just in general, um, and I love Deftones, so I'm coming together for this one. I was very into. Matt? I was into it. It was fun. Nothing more new metal than a cover. Uh, caught me off guard. It definitely feels like credits um, at the end of the record. Yeah. Um, like, I can understand that it's a bonus song. Like... Like it's over and now you're leaving the theater and this is playing totally makes sense. 
So normally I wouldn't dig into the comments on a cover on songmeanings.com, but a comment caught my eye. I don't know if you saw this one, Jenny. Commenter's name <laughs> is Wet for Chino. <laughs> of course it was. And this was posted September 24th, 2021. Mm, it's gotta be one of ours. Jenny, if you want to read this one. <laughs> this song is about Chino taking the cover off his car and going for a drive. Oh, wait. I think it means they covered this song. No, wait. Fuck it. I'm wet for Chino, baby. Keep on rolling, baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Gotta be one of ours. Yeah, and then somebody responded Whoa. to this. Gabby103409 says, at Wet for Chino, LMAO, this is the first comment in this forum for like a decade, and that's about being horn.y for Chino, <laughs> which is almost better. <laughs> I mean, not, I mean, look, Wet for Chino, <laughs> thank you, whoever you thank are. You. Thank you, Wet for Chino. Um, yeah. Incredible work. Actually, just checking their their account here because we can see their other comments, and it looks like they um, commented on all of these songs about how they are wet for Chino. I didn't. Even, these must have been. Big. I mean, there's a lot of these songs with a lot of comments. Uh, they commented on Cherry Waves and said, "Damn, these guys should be signed to Wet Records." I'm soaked here. Wet. <laughs> Let's see. On um, Revere, she said, "Chino, you dirty old dog, you." And combat, not sure with the song, but damn, the Chino is so hot right now. Okay. Yeah. You have definitely uh, earned the name <laughs> Wet for Chino. Hole in the Earth, they said, is this song about eating butt? God, I hope so. Chino, <laughs> you sexy son of a gun. <laughs> God, I hope so. You know, I feel like we've really campsite ruled songmeetings.com. <laughs> good for us yeah and yeah they're talking about all the things that we talk about sensual chino and of course our recent resurgence on butt eating so there it is we've done it we've taken over the site you're welcome songmeetings.com and uh, that's the album saturday Night wrist by deftones and now brings us to the part of the show where we talk about canon talk talk about the canon jenny we'll start with you so I really like this record a lot. It was a great listen, especially background listen, and that's no shade. I think it'd be a perfect night drive, but I don't think it goes in the canon. I don't think it's new metal. If this were a Deftones canon, sure, but it's not. <laughs> so I don't think I have anything for the canon, although I will say I loved it. Love this record. What do you think, Lauren? This album is excellent. I was definitely wrong about not putting it on my best of the year list in 2006, which I went and looked at very quickly just to see what I had put in my top. And my number one album of 2006 was Ghostface Killer's Fish Scale. So not Whoa. wrong. Not wrong. Not wrong. Number two will not surprise anyone was Sloan. Never hear the end of it. Boys, always hanging around my top ten. But yeah, this one did not make it. But this is, yeah, this record is great. A true grower in the catalog. All the conflict, all the bad stuff going on, and you know, behind the scenes kind of pays off. Um, and when you have that, you just have this intense mood. 
and purpose that just comes together in this like like it's a mood it's a vibe but if you're ready for it it works 100 percent. and uh i think something like pink cell phone up up down down konami code song mm, the weakest points in the record but i've heard worse we've done worse <laughs> That's just easily. Yep. Easily. Um, I honestly thought this album was more new than the self-titled, but still, I agree with you, Jenny, does not really feel that new. Like the moments that like there's no overall song. Like you get bits of chug in a song, bits of screams. I mean, like rats, rats, rats felt like the closest vocally, but still, once again, though, it doesn't feel as chuggy as something off of Around the Fern. So I agree. Deftones canon, hundred percent. But I wouldn't have anything for our canon. Matt? Yeah, I kind of feel the same. Um I, I think it's a a great night drive record and a solid Deftones record. New metal canon, no. There you have it. So Deftones, don't worry, you're in the canon for a bunch of other stuff, but just um I mean, possibly by design. Not in the new metal canon. Although I don't think these guys were thinking about new metal anything when they were making this record. They were just thinking about pain. <laughs> getting true. through. Just getting true, through. True. Just getting through the just getting through the day, getting through the night. So that does bring us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, all of our Patreon supporters who voted for us to do this record. We'll have another vote up soon. You can pick another one for us to do. And uh you can keep on saying hello to us online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Roach Coach, and all of those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, coach with a K. And until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt. Matt. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.